play for pride. Play like the Romans did. Naked and for death and suffering? Yes, and. Reject Mike and Ike's. Reject Mike and Ike's. Reject Mike and Ike's. Welcome to Things We Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet and media things. I'm Ryan Bott. I'm Rachel Miller. I'm Stuart Hopkins. And guys, I don't know if you knew, but Ryan's thinking about new profession. And I was thinking, you know, because it's pretty soon after Halloween and... This is going to go great. You're professional so curling close. curler. I was going to say professional chef. I, you guys are you're really close. Maybe my mind just goes different places. If I was, I was watching ever a living document, my dream life, that would be it. I would just moonlight as a professional a, curler. A chef curler. I love it. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the, the sushi new, train. Yeah, it's like the new Benihana. It's dinner and a show. But yes. really... In combining his experience as a freelancer with Halloween and the fact that I was watching watching a history documentary today, there was at one time a profession called freelance witch hunters. No way. An actual <laughs> title of a profession. I think Ryan should do it. Not the Salem one. This was, this was before Salem. So I thought you guys should know. Ryan, what do you think? I like it mostly because, as I learned in that documentary, the five minutes of it I watched with you, uh, <laughs> he was mostly a giant con man who just got a ton of money and then fled town. Yes, yes, it is. It is Matthew Hopkins. He was a religious zealot who basically was taught growing up that it's not enough to believe in Christ and to follow the rules. You actually have to go out and do something. And at that time, doing something was killing witches. And it turned from a religious thing into a con thing. It was actually a religious thing first. Huh. <laughs> I'm just going to say no. <laughs> As a freelancer, his Fiverr profile is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Ten bucks, it gets streamed in 4K. Oh my god! So that's Ryan. That that's what your new profession is. You can combine your freelance work and your love of witch hunting. Two of my favorite things. <laughs> it blows my mind that the end of the year is already so close. Because like there are so many things that I had no idea. I still thought we're like two years out. Like Apple Plus TV or Apple TV Plus, Death Stranding, the video game, like is still in my head like three years out, and that came out. <laughs> Because there's a trillion plus trivia questions to get to, and we'll get to a few of them. Uh, this is the 31st ever episode with four rounds of awesome questions, and each round is a different theme and style. A couple brand new rounds I'll explain as we get there, and the three of you will vie, uh, try to answer and earn points, and vie for all of the leftover candy, Halloween yes. candy in the world. As I say right here, um, did you know that there are new M&Ms? There are there might be new, uh, these might be old, but I haven't had M&M's in a long time. But these are kooky, crispy, something Cocoa Puff M&M's that are literally like Cocoa Puff candy with a dark what? chocolate hard shell. Yeah, M&M's. Melts in your mouth, not in your hand. <laughs> Use promo code. Uh, I don't have the bag. It's in the kitchen. I think it's, I think it's cuckoo. I think it's creepy Cocoa... Yes, and uh, <laughs> it's not worse than literally the uh, bag that Rachel got that are peanut M&Ms that are literally just normal peanut M&Ms with like more ghostly colors like greens and purples called oh, they're something wonderful. like boo peanut something. I don't know, but they're wonderful. 
Well, that's what we're playing for, so hope you're excited. Reject uh, Mike and Ike's. Reject Mike and Ike's. Reject Mike and Ike's. <laughs> cinnamon I candy is... <laughs> I don't like hot cinnamon candy. Is is total garbage to me. I ate... All right. Here's why. When I was a kid, they had these like cinnamon toothpicks or something like that, and Ew. this kid in class gave me like like three packages of them so i just like continued to like chew on them for a day and it made my <laughs> mouth bleed and so it's like, like your, it's like when your dad tried to give you a whole pack of cigarettes and you spoke the whole thing in a day and got that's sick. exactly it yeah <laughs> i just but i now i just i just don't care for it big red no no way that that whole flavor profile is done for me let's get to trivia before this goes any further off the rails all right Let's do it. Let's do it to it. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Come on, team. It's trivia time. Ooh. Oh, my God. General trivia. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't really use the clap to sync it up specifically. I just use it to, like, find out where the audio is just to get oh it close. Oh, my God. It's literally the only thing I have over you guys, as it's, anyone can guess by this podcast going off the rails as much as it does. Dude, I that, you took you can't take that away from me. That's my virtual high five with all of you every time we play. <laughs> it's like addict. It's yeah, the high fives. Um, Stu, if you if you win this game, we will do as many high fives into the mic as you want at the end of the episode. I, I'm gonna hold you to it, but we might be here a while. <laughs> General trivia. Oh, I almost forgot. We'll start, as always, with general trivia. General trivia, question number one. Uh, each answer is worth two points. Call out when you know it. Stanley Ipkiss is the real name for the main character in what 1994 movie? Rachel? That, like, oh. Rachel? Rachel? Forrest Gump? Not Forrest Gump. It's a pretty good answer, though. Stanley Ipkiss. Uh, this is a fictional character, but Stanley Ipkiss is a real name for the main character in what 1994 movie? Stu, do you have a guess before I go to a second clue? No, that triggered something in my brain that like... This character is a bank teller who can transform into a zoot suitor and a bizarre trickster who can cartoonish... This would be the mask. Who can transform into a zoot suitor and a bizarre trickster who can cartoonishly alter himself and his surroundings. Question number two. The Eiffel Tower was originally designed for what city before being rejected and moved to Paris? Eiffel Tower was originally designed for what city before being rejected and moved to Paris? So uh, a little bit of a hint. Will you think about the time? Uh, I don't have the year, but think about the time that the Eiffel Tower was constructed. Think about uh, why major constructions happened in that era, which would be things like the World's Fair. Think about things of that nature. It's originally designed for what city? Uh, anyone else have a guess first? No. Uh, not Chicago. Any guesses? Nope. New York City? This, uh, not New York City. London? Not London. This would be uh, Barcelona. I oh. Don't know where I would have come up with that. <laughs> Your love of all things French. 
French. Yeah, but it wasn't French at that point, so... It's true. <laughs> no points there. Uh, question number three. In the film Finding Nemo, Nemo is captured and ends up in a dentist's fish tank in what city? Rachel. Rachel. Sydney. Yes. Oh, my nice gosh. Nice job. Malibu. Uh, no. Good. Wallaby Way. Yes. yes. 42 Wallaby 42 Way, yeah. Sydney. Question number uh, two points to Rachel there. Question number four. What 80s metal band has the mascot Eddie prominently depicted in all of their classic album covers? What 80s metal band has the mascot Eddie prominently depicted on all of their classic album covers? Uh, this is the, uh, Stu? Stu. Def Leppard? Not Def Leppard. Do you have a guess, Rach? I can only think of one, one band off the top of my head, and I know for sure one of their albums didn't have anything but the lead singer on it. So I don't know which one you're thinking of. I'm thinking of Tristan's sister. Oh. Uh, he looks similar to Dee Snyder. Uh, Eddie is this undead zombie-looking thing. Dee Snyder's looking very, very kept well these days. I don't. I don't stay up to date on my. I don't stay up to date on my D. Snyder sightings. No, they did a. They did an acoustic of "We're not going to take it anymore for cancer" fundraising. Yeah. It was. It was yes. actually very. This would be albums like "Number of the Beast," and that's the only one I can think Do. of off the top of my head. Wait, what was that last part? That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Metallica. Not Metallica. This would be Iron Maiden. Oh. If you look up Eddie, he's just this undead zombie looking thing that he's just like on all the album covers. He's synonymous with the band. Question, no points there. Question number five, which U.S. state, which now licenses the right to use their state name in business, has caused notable restaurants and events to change their names and has forced one event to be renamed the Race for the Roses? Wait, wait, can you repeat the question? I need the U.S. state. Uh, which Yes, do. Kentucky? Yes. So be Kentucky. Nice job. Thank you. The Kentucky Derby was, had to be renamed uh, for a short period of time, although I believe they licensed the rights back to be called the Race for the Roses. Uh, Kentucky licenses their name to be used, which caused notable restaurants like Kentucky Fried Chicken and to be called KFC and other events to change their name. Question number six. In 2018, which American TV host was the highest paid TV personality after selling the rights to her 5,200 episode library, which regularly aired during daytime TV? Right. No. Oh, Stu? Stu. Judge Judy? Yes. Nice. Nicely done. The highest paid uh, generally year over year. And specifically in 2018, she sold... Her 5,200 episode library for $100 million to go into syndication and routinely makes, I believe, a salary of about $47 million a year. Wow. Wow. I need, I, just, to, I need to get on on that. She only works <laughs> yeah. 52 working days a year as well. Wow. That's amazing. So speaking her. of $47 million, patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going into round number two, which is a brand new round. Uh, simple name, famous autobiographies. Ooh. So I will give you, I will give you the title for a, 
both of you are wrong and will be deducted 400 points from your score. <laughs> Stu Good wins job, automatically. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the title for a well-known autobiography or memoir, and you need to give me the author. I also have a secondary clue for one point if needed. Question number one. Uh, I'm just going to give you the title of the book. If you buzz in, you'll get two points. If I have to go to the uh, tertiary clue, you'll get one point. So question number one, row your own canoe. Row your own canoe. This actor got his start in theater and comedy and is most known for his role in Parks and Recreation. Yes, this would be Nick Offerman. Nice. Row your own canoe. Actually, they're not bad. His his book, he has two, and I, I read them both at the similar time, or at least two, I think, but uh, Row Your Own Canoe and Gumption. They're both pretty good. My favorite parts were when he talked about Parks and Rec, but uh, they're both good. <laughs> Stu, if it's helpful at all, I am also in the same boat with you as they're naming things. Thank you. <laughs> I, I am uh, not, I know who Nick Offerman is, haven't read any of his books, didn't know who Megan Mullally was when they said her name. So uh, we are if you can, our own canoes. If you have, if you have Netflix, uh, he does have a special. I don't remember the name of it. Something American, something something. Uh, but it's it's pretty good. It's worth checking out. Cool. Question number two: the story of my experiments with truth. The story of my experiments with truth. <laughs> Uh, side clue is, uh, this man is probably not known as a lawyer in the American vernacular, but more as a political ethicist and a pacifist who inspired civil rights and who helped lead India's independence. Rachel. Yeah, this would be Mahatma Gandhi. And helped lead India's independence from British rule. This is the story of my experiments with truth. I, I feel like... We don't really think about Gandhi, except for he was this like pacifist monk guy ish, although he was Hindu, like just this like ethereal guy. But he was just like he was a civil rights leader and a, a lawyer. Like he went to school in London for I believe London for to be a lawyer. <laughs> Question number three, born standing up. Uh. Like, Clue would be a comedian and actor still on stage today. This man boasts being the fastest to reach the five-timer club on SNL and is second in all-time guest hosting on SNL behind Alec Baldwin. That would Wait, be can... Steve Martin. Okay. Question number four. The book title is I Know Why the Caged Birds Sing. <gasps> Sorry, oh, I Know Why the oh. Caged Bird Sings. Yes. Be my <sighs> I know why the caged bird sings. This poet and civil rights activist is lauded as one of the first African-American women to publicly discuss their personal lives in media. Uh, she iconically recited her poem on the pulse of mourning at President Clinton's inauguration and received the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Obama in 2011. That would be Maya Angelou. And uh, yeah, read that book as well. That's a very good book. I know why the caged bird sings. Question number five. The book title is Scar Tissue. Um, Scar Tissue. Uh, this musician is best known yeah, as the lead... S Wait, Stu, do you have one? I don't know his name. What, what is his name? I... 
book um, started as give a me a second hey hey all right well you think about it i'm i'm thinking this right <laughs> okay yeah i'm sorry i can't get it <laughs> i can think started- of him Sorry. This Sorry. book started as a collection of stories of his childhood drug use and later evolved into a complete autobiography. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. That's, um, <laughs> oh, wait, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Rachel. Steve Grohl. Not Dave Grohl. That's Foo Dave Fighters. Girl. That's Foo Bloody Fighters. Bloody hell. Yeah. Foo Dang Fighters it. and Nirvana. Uh, this would be, uh, this is a tough one. It's probably the toughest one of the round. This is Anthony Kiedis. I've never heard Anthony Kiedis, uh, lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, no points there. Question number six Becoming. Be Michelle Obama. Yeah, I thought that one was going to be a very quick one. Uh, divided into three sections, becoming me, becoming us, and becoming more. Uh, these trace the story of growing up in the south side of Chicago, meeting and dating an Illinois state senator, and becoming the first lady of the United States. All right, that is halftime, and uh, the scores have turned quite a bit. It's okay, I, though. You know what? The, the fort is a nice place. Stu and I have decorated it quite lovely. It's a good place to be. The chairs have like imprints of our butts. We've been in there for so much. Like all you have to do is eat your Wheaties because that is the third round. Eat your Wheaties. Uh, I'm going to give you a clue about a famous cover athlete. I've never had a bowl of Wheaties in my life. All right. Well, you're in Are you guys from the game. Midwest? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm a frosted mini wheats. Okay, yeah, actually, to be fair, yeah, I always got the generic kind. I don't think they at least originally. No, you were. can't win championships with sugared cereal. That's a fact. All right, I'm going to give you a clue about an athlete of some sort or genre or something. And uh, this person has uh, iconically been on a Wheaties box in the past. And you have to give me uh, the athlete for most of them. Uh, there is one or two exceptions, but basically you have to just give me the right answer from the question. Each question will be worth two points. Call out when you know it. Question number one. This is the only professional wrestler to ever be on a box of Wheaties. This was in 1999. Rachel. Any other guesses first? Rachel. Rachel? John Cena. Not John Cena. This is in 1999. I, I don't know wrestlers. I, the, it feels like he's been around forever. Stu? Stu. The Rock? Not The Rock, although that is a very good guess. Uh, this wrestler was iconic in the Attitude Era of the WWF, often flipping the middle finger and downing light beer in the ring. Raw is war. Don't you guys know nothing? I used to make fun of the kids that liked wrestling when I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) No answers. This would be Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was a wrestler? wrestler? Yeah. Question number two. This Olympic star was featured on the box of Wheaties after his performances in 2004, 2012, 2016. After his combined 28 medals, would be Michael Phelps. 
the Baltimore Bullet. I only know it because I looked up his Wikipedia when I was doing this. <laughs> Question number three. What character appeared on a vintage Wheaties box, also sharing the first name with a mantle, a Rourke, a Foley, and a Jagger? This would be Mickey Mouse. Oh, that's a good, good question. Thank you. What character appeared on a vintage Wheaties box, also sharing the first name with a mantle, a Rourke, a Foley, and a Jagger? Mickey Mantle, Mickey Rourke, Mick Foley. Uh, Speaking of uh, wrestling, if you ever want to watch how ridiculous 90s wrestling was, look up some Mick Foley stuff. That's like the dude who got tossed from a 30-foot high cage. It's terrifying. Question number four. Nastia Luchin or Lucan, J.C. Phelps, and Carrie Strug were all Wheaties box cover athletes from what sport? Rachel. <laughs> yes, Olympic gymnastics. Fun fact, I was about to get that one wrong, so thank you. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? I don't know why I jumped to um, figure skating, but I knew for a fact it was gymnastics uh, yeah, somewhere, but I was going to tell you figure skating. I mean, that's, that's a fair guess, too. Nathia Luchin, J.C. Phelps, Carrie Strug were all Wheaties Box cover athletes from what sport? That would be Olympic gymnastics. Question number five. The first athlete depicted on the Wheaties Box ever was in 1934. By this major leaguer nicknamed the Iron Horse. Yes, that'd be Lou Gehrig. Nice. Uh, the first c- athlete ever depicted on the Wheaties box cover in 1934. Uh, this major leaguer was nicknamed the Iron Horse. Question number six. Last question of the game. Sorry, last question of the round. This athlete has appeared on the most Wheaties boxes in history with 18. This athlete has appeared on the most Wheaties boxes in history with 18. His first box was in 1988 before he went on to win six NBA championships in the 90s. That would be, of course, Michael Jordan. All right. Uh, That is the end of round three. So play for pride. Play like the Romans did. For death and (laughs) (laughs) suffering. Naked and for death and suffering? (laughs) <laughs> yes and because uh, we are going into round four and round four is a lightning round yeah uh, so i have six questions here that have a numerical answer of some sort uh it's an answer for the most part you could kind of generalize uh we're going to quickly go through them each player has some pen and paper they're going to write down an answer lock it in whoever is closest gets two points uh, and if multiple people are equally closest, uh, everybody gets, or both of those people get two points, or however many people got closest. So, question number one. In feet, what is the height of a standard X Games halfpipe, like the one that Tony Hawk landed his first 900 on? Give you a couple seconds. And Rachel. 14.5. Stu. Uh, 90 feet? 90 feet high. I don't know. <laughs> Rachel was closest. Rachel was almost right on the button. It was 14 feet. Really? <laughs> Darn it. I, well, no, because I was thinking. I was trying to think because I know what the... I'm pretty sure I know what the snowboarding one. Yeah. 
Do you? I, I don't know off the top of my head. I would assume like 22. Yeah, well, I, I know that I know the snowboarding that like the one of the, the big half pipes are are taller. Yeah, it, it may be a little confusing because the super pipe thing has caught on a lot in the games, but the standard half pipe. Yeah, yeah. The, the super pipe is like stupid. That's like at the top of a stadium. You roll into it like that is ungodly scary. Anyways, two points to Rachel there for being closest. Question number two. How many countries have hosted a modern Olympic Games? Uh, that could be summer or winter. And modern Olympics is in since uh, 1896 when the modern Olympics started. How many countries have hosted a modern Olympic Games? Stu. 32. Uh, Rachel. 19. Uh, it has been 23 countries, 23 unique countries. Question number three. How many letters are used in Roman numerals? Or how many letters are used as Roman numerals? Rachel. 10. Stu. 12. Uh, it is, by my count, it is seven. You basically have one, five, 10, I. 50, 100, 500, and 1,000. So you have I, V, X, L, C, D is 500 and M is 1,000. To my knowledge, it doesn't go higher than that. I could be wrong, but I think that's right. I mean, I looked it up, so I'm pretty sure that's right, but, you know. Question number four. In what year did Alexander Fleming invent penicillin? Penicillinum. In what year did Alexander Fleming invent penicillin? Rachel. 27. 1927. Yeah, Stu. 
So I've got this amazing podcast that I've been listening to recently. It's called American Scandal by the producer Wondery. And they go into super in-depth about different scandals that have happened in the U.S. from very recent things to things that have happened more in history. Generally, when some group or a group of people have gotten together to do something that ends up in a huge scandal. For example, what really brought me in the first time was one called, um, was one under Enron, where they went into very much in-depth detail of every decision leading up to it, the whistleblowers, the way they were treated, and the company culture going on inside. But what's really, really interesting about this podcast is that it goes like, it's structured like a mini-series. So it does eight or nine episodes of this one scandal, and then it takes a break, and then it goes really in-depth into another. Another scandal they've done is called um, the Tuskegee Syphilis Study, which was where the government instructed doctors in um, Tuskegee not to tell um, young black men that they had syphilis so they could see basically what the effects of the disease were. It's very, very bad thing, but it really goes in depth of everything leading up to it, everything during it, and everything after it. And um, from what the announcements that I'm seeing is they're getting up getting ready to do one on Epstein. So that should be really interesting. I'm very excited for it. Um, it it'll be a great podcast. Yeah, that's cool. Like the Enron one, I'm looking at now is like a five part series. And it looks like most of these are like multiple. There's an Exxon uh, Valdez one. It's like an Iran one. So, but they're like, I, I, you tell me, but these look like they're like really in depth at like one specific section of, you know, the, the, scandal or whatever well they, they tell it like a story okay they tell it from beginning to end so like you know well well they have like maybe like a principal topic in it they're telling it from the big so from when the scandal was kind of began basically when things started to go downhill to to like a final episode talking about the fallout afterwards nice and that's so, yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's American Scandal. That's on the Wondery Network. Um, yeah, this looks cool. The Enron one looks really interesting to me. It's it's really really good. Like, if like I was, you know, I've I've told a lot of people this, but you know, I like podcasts. You know, I love to listen to them while I work, and you know, this is just this is one especially because I listened to the Enron one first. It just captured like it's so in depth, so in detail, because it just goes like into everything somebody was done you know why did such and such decide not to say something again it's like all the all the things that went into somebody's decision you know when on the outside you're saying well you should have just said something yeah everything that goes into it and it's very interesting and all the backings and how a lot of people at least at least the way they present it a lot of people didn't think at least in the beginning they were doing anything wrong as it goes as it goes, you know, this the snowball happens in the beginning, it's one small thing, and it's just a yeah, we just did this one small thing. It's not hurting anyone, and then, you know, builds on it. But it like really like goes down to some people in really good faith thought they were doing the right thing. You know, other sure. people were clearly doing the wrong thing and they knew it, but Sure. So very, very cool. interesting. I I highly recommend it. It's probably the best one I've heard, aside from our own. And um Clear, yeah. I mean, if there's any bigger section of podcasts from true crime, it's certainly the small budget trivia podcast. <laughs> well, nice. I like it. Yeah, definitely check that out. 
Uh, and if you have a pick, you're listening at home, you think listeners would enjoy, uh, or a trivia topic idea, which uh, we're starting to get a little bit of intrigue on. Uh, I'm just going to go out and say it. Uh, our British listeners are, uh, I'm going to say it, they're our best listeners. They're our best write-ins. Yeah, they're our best listeners. Now, don't uh, make a competition between our listeners. Get, no, no, no. Incite this. Let's make this a thing. <laughs> So if you have uh, some picks or some trivia topic ideas, uh, let us know. Write in. Email us at thingsthegotwrong at gmail.com. Send it to us on the Instagram, on Twitter, whatever it is. Uh, You can also check out the website at thingsthegotwrong.com. Check out past episodes, show notes, and more. Uh, Our next episode will be released uh, around November 30th. And try to get it out before Thanksgiving so you have something to listen to on the travels. Uh, where all four of us will be reading questions, doing the round robin thing. So be sure to check out that. And until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>